Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Hello and welcome back to the Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's a podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure D&D. I'll be your host, Jane. I play Prudence the Tiefling Warlock. And he'll be your host, Luke. I'm Luke. I play Dob, the half-orc bard. The bard you love to hate. The bard you hate to love. (laughs) The bard you love to hate and hate to love. So this week we're listening to Watch Out Part 3. Watch Out. Which is the third and final act, the finale of your first ever recorded DM session for Oxventure, Luke. Got so out of hand it had to be split into three parts. That's right. A two-hour adventure it was supposed to be. I think it clocked in at... Just over three hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went, we went long with this one, right? Yeah, we did, we did. Um, Which was, you know, completely down to me underestimating, despite Johnny's warnings, how long combat takes. And there's some combat in episode two, I think, mm. fighting the animated armors. Um, yes. That I think, I remember, I remember having so much fun doing that and then like looking at the time while we were streaming and just being like, oh my God, well, how am I going to, how am I going to wrap this up? But at that point, Prudence had only just been turned into a baby. So I didn't want to like accelerate to, you know, to a conclusion. Getting into the good stuff, the yeah. good baby stuff now. And I definitely didn't want to leave Prudence as a baby because that would have been a real mean thing to do to Johnny <laughs> to just hand them a, a like, oh, yeah, yeah by the way. one of your players into a baby yeah. with a whole new yeah. set of homebrew Prudence rules. Prudence turns to a baby. Enjoy. Oh, looks like time's running short. Leopold shoelaces stamps on the watch. Prudence is a baby okay, forever. forever. Thanks yep. for tuning in. Enjoy. Yeah. You got this right. Is that Johnny. one of your key learnings then about combat just taking way longer than you expect? Um, yeah, it it's really difficult. I know that we've we've talked about this before, and we have a slightly complicated relationship with combat in Dungeons and Dragons on the Ox mm. Venture. Uh, in that Johnny, our DM, is not a, a huge fan of it necessarily, and and combat in Dungeons and Dragons can get really crunchy. Um, in terms of you know doing a lot of dice rolling and doing a lot of maths, and it can feel slow, but on the other hand, I personally do enjoy combat, I think, more than some of us do. I really like the combat bits. I, lo- I I feel like it's so much fun to play. It's so much fun to be in combat. And it's definitely fun to DM combat because that slowed down pace actually gives you quite a lot of time to think of interesting things that could happen and, and you know, things like that. It's like you're in like Matrix slow-mo. Yes. That, of, yeah, that's a really, that really good way of thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I enjoy it as a player when we're in combat, because when everyone else is having their turn, it's just kind of like a kind of muffled noise to me while I'm fu- <laughs> while I'm sort of furiously trying to brainstorm like, 
environmental takedowns and yeah yeah look for luke's face next time we play a DD session online or otherwise <laughs> yeah. the gears turning the next combat round being planned you'll definitely see it you'll see a sort of thousand yard stare the, the, <laughs> i just glaze over as i am so inwardly focused on dob doing a cool thing when it comes He's around Luke to my seeing turn. through the matrix yeah, i don't even yeah. see the numbers anymore <laughs> just see, just see pure combat how's your week been yeah um going? busy busy i mean they're all busy i should stop saying that i'm busy because that's the baseline i'm i'm worried luke i'm increasingly worried that what if busy is just life no 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 <laughs> no that doesn't sound no, right no, no. does it i yeah I don't things, like that. things I don't got like a bit that. hectic when i turned about 21 <laughs> i had a bit of a yeah but i'm looking forward to it oh. can't me yeah 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 and it but but i anticipate that any moment now things will Things will really start to come. They, I mean, we can't go on like this, surely, can we? This surely can't. not. Well, I mean, short term it may be, but here in the UK, we've got a, a lovely thing we call a bank holiday. Yeah. On Monday, so we've got a three day weekend coming up. So I'm really looking lovely. forward to the three day weekend. It's going to be absolutely lovely. It's always a bit of. Um, I always forget that they're coming, uh, yeah. and uh, I always re- remember a few days ahead. Way too late to plan anything because everything gets booked up over the bank holiday. Oh gosh. But yes. just late enough that I've <laughs> that I've have to cram the work I was planning on doing on, you know, oh, on that no. one day into the others. Oh no. But I love them. Yeah. I love a bank holiday. You got to love them. Mm. Got to love them. Okay. It's a nice little freebie from the bank, I guess. Thanks, I don't banks. Know. However this works. I don't know exact I don't know the origins of bank holidays, but I assume that bankers in olden times were just kind of lazy and were like mm. We're not going to work every day, and if the bank is and if the bank is like we're not we're not coming in today, there's no point in anyone else doing anything because you can the all still work. Working. Yeah, but yeah. but there will be no money involved. There's no bank, so yeah, why bother? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's canonically the history, the origins of the bank holiday. Do you and know? I do you know what it is? Do you know? Differently, no, sure. I don't. Oh, okay. It's like Boxing Day. No one knows. No one knows. And I don't care to. No know one knows. I don't care to find out. <laughs> <laughs> She said, with all the world's knowledge literally at her fingertips. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, should I Google Bank Holiday? I was like, nah, no. the keyboard will be all loud. I'm, I'm not your mum. Google it on your own time if you want to learn what the Bank Holiday is. Optional side quest. Go away and learn about Bank Holidays, yeah. <laughs> but like I say, I'm expecting life to calm down any day Any now. second. Any day any now. Any moment. We're well overdue for Three, a calm and quiet two, spell. One. Yeah. There and it goes. rest. Good. Relax. Yes. Okay. Whew. Oh, I want you to unclench your jaw. Oh, no. I want you to drop your shoulders. <laughs> My jaw literally falls off. The clenching is <laughs> yeah, the only thing that's been... It's been clenched since 1999. <laughs> My whole body literally falls apart. My bones dis- disconnect from Attention each other. Tension is the only thing holding together. And then yeah. he just blows away on the wind and we're like, oh, I guess it was the... Guess it was Luke's time. That was keeping him, <laughs> keeping him intact. Yeah, that's right. Well, my body was like, wow. This guy's so stressed, we don't need ligaments. We could save calories. <laughs> Dissolve the ligaments. He's holding himself together with pure will. <laughs> Dissolve the ligaments. Yeah. The stress is holding his bones together. Well, yeah. Do do unclench your jaw, jaw and drop your shoulders and yeah. do whatever else it Whew. takes to, this, to loosen um, up a but, little yeah, bit. Yeah. To, to answer your question, Jane. Yeah, doing all right. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Okay. All in all, uh, seven and a half out of ten. There's some good, good. There's some good video games coming out soon, um, and I'm I'm excited for them. I won't. I promise I won't talk about Ace Attorney Chronicles anymore because uh, it's been a bit. Well, after last week's, you you got 
Yeah, you got censored off the podcast airwaves I did. by uh, by a by myself. snafu by my oh. by my own stupid self. Oh, it's very generous of you to own up to that. I didn't I didn't pin the blame. Did on you not? Anyone. No, I didn't. Oh, damn, really. I shouldn't have owned up to it. You didn't have to. You could have gotten away Andy with that. Andy did it. <laughs> I had a pristine WAV file. It was Andy, and I I sent it over to Jane, but Andy got it in the middle. He intercepted yep. it. He used a yep. he used he it. a web bot to intercept yep. the download. He trashed it and then said, "Look what Luke did." Yeah, he mucked it. He mucked yeah. mucked mucks it all up right up yeah so uh yeah there was an an amount of ace attorney chat um that is lost to the ages unfortunately i've been playing some ace attorney uh and so i'm 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 quite far behind well i mean but like i've i've got to i've got to finish it because i i looked at the calendar coming up and you know it's a long old game but unbelievably uh the new life is strange is out on the 10th of september everything's just kind of crept up on us like yeah. death loops out soon death loops out one two three talk- four days after life is strange yeah. i was talking to mike and i was like nah that's not out for ages it got delayed and he's like yeah it got delayed it got delayed to now oh, no. <laughs> it got delayed to now and you're like oh no oh, oh man the games it was like that oh, with cyberpunk we were like uh-oh cyberpunk's gonna be, be a big deal we'll have to wrestle with that but it kept getting delayed and we were like ah oh, it's fine don't it's worry fine, about right. it and yeah, then we couldn't believe it when delayed. it actually came out yeah. Yeah, took us by surprise. Luckily, the day was saved by Cyberpunk being not very good. And so in the end... Yeah, what a relief that was. No one really I wanted mean, what to... What a disappointment that was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bus Simulator 2021, I'll have you know, is out imminently. What? So Clear the deck. Exciting times, yeah. Clear the deck. Get decks. ready for that. I was just saying to uh, Andy and, and Mike, we've got to play that again. Uh, uh, Mike and I were just playing Garden Simulator... No, not Garden Simulator, Lawn Mowing Simulator. I watched some of the video. That was, that was great. It made me... Um, I was sort of evaluating its potential as a um, Christmas challenge Pikachu drawing. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You need medium. to unlock some of the bigger lawns, I think. Some oh, of the right. initial lawns are a little bit pokier. So if you want to draw, you have to grind a, a big lawn. Yeah, you're going to have to like get get to some of the um, get to some of the more professional challenges. Oh, some of the bigger lawns. There's like lawns on <laughs> castle grounds. You know, you can what? mow the lawn of a castle. As you, oh, well, as I want. To, I do want to put a big Pikachu in the grounds of a castle. Of a castle, yeah, you do. Mm. If only for the bit where the the Lord like pulls yeah. open his blinds in the morning and spits out yes. his port. What? Yeah, and his monocle pops right out. And, yeah, <laughs> and there's a Pikachu there. There's a Pikachu on the lawn. Well, he wouldn't know what a Pikachu is because he's a stuffy, no, stuffy no. old lord. Some kind of electrified yeah. Some rodent. Little big lawn. bloody mouse. <laughs> Looks like he's on fire or something. So look forward to that mm. uh, in this year's Christmas challenge. Yep. Wow, probably the earliest forecast of a Christmas challenge ever. Oh my God. And if you want to watch some lawn mowing simulator in the meantime, go over to Outside Xbox and yeah. you can see me and Mike. Mike manages to um to blow up a lawnmower, which is uh I didn't which is some good going. Wow, I mean I I guess they have some propellant in them, you know? Like it <laughs> accelerates. It's a riding yeah. mower, so it's like, you know, it's got fuel. Turns yeah. out it can be blowed up. Blow up. If it if it involves fuel. Mike can and will find a way to blow it up. Yeah. How does the game treat that? Does it explode violently and or does it sort of tastefully cut to white? There's an explosion and it sort of cuts away to a shot from a, <laughs> a, a further remove. Yeah. So it's like, it, we can't show you this carnage. It's too... A shot from the back of the graphic. ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you suddenly get a shot of the explosion and the, the kind of billowing black smoke, but from much further away because it's trying to preserve your your you know delicate sensibilities from the carnage of mike's exploded gardener sure yeah sure but if you want to see that go to outside xbox why not yeah okay i think it's just about that time where we tuck ourselves in (laughs) and listen uh, you know get comfy (laughs) yep crawl crawl into our little pile of straw 
crawl. <laughs> yeah, into our hutch. <laughs> yeah. Get into our little hutch and listen to Watch Out Part 3. God, I would love to hibernate. Would You, you wouldn't be hibernating now, though. It's summer. You'd be awake. Oh, that'd be, oh, yeah, I'd be extra awake the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah. Look, if you could hibernate right now, you would be out trying to gorge yourself on every calorie source. Sounds, sounds you great. You're, not, you're selling <laughs> it even like harder. Stuffing yourself with salmon from the nearest river. Oh, my God, I would love that Trying to so increase much. your body mass before the winter comes. Imagine if my main thing that I was doing right now was eating as yeah. much salmon as I could. You don't think that would be stressful? Like, if I don't eat literally 100 salmon in the next hour, I might starve to death. Well, over the winter. it would be stressful if I was a bear, but I'm a person. So when I hibernate, <laughs> the worst case scenario is I haven't eaten enough salmon. And instead of yeah. instead of waking up in the spring, I wake up in yeah. like, I don't know, February. I'll be like, well, that's fridge. fine. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll... <laughs> is Deliveroo still around this many months in the future? Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, it is. I'll have that's the salmon. <laughs> but anyway, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons we're, and Dragons, We're tucked though. in. Luke, are you ready to listen to Watch Out Part 3? I'm so ready. And we'll be back after the episode with some... Jane, I'm going to present you with some deleted content from this Ox Venture. Ooh, yep. exclusive deleted, deleted scene. content. Yep. It's the Westaway cut. Yeah. Come back for the, <laughs> the full, unabridged, yep. the version they wouldn't <laughs> let you see on the internet. Fans are clamouring. Release yeah. the Westaway edit. Yeah, and we're going to do it after this. So <laughs> stick around. Well, excuse how this sounds, but you didn't happen to have. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. You, did you happen to have a, a, a couple of? Perhaps you had a couple of watches on you, and by some act of sheer accident or confusion, you may have given me the wrong watch. That does sound oh, like a likely. I mishap. I think I was wondering. Yeah, no, you're right. Because... I cast minor illusion on another watch and passed it. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. Maybe don't resolve this one. Maybe study it. Yeah. Um, Identify a mechanism. You uh, and give us some money. You will forgive me, fellows, but uh, I did not become the leading academic into unnatural artifacts at this very prestigious museum to not recognise a little magic spell when I see it right in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, it worked the first time, in fairness. Yeah. I don't know what your game is. But I'm su starting to suspect that you're holding out on me, which is bizarre to me because I imagine you want the gold, which is the reward yeah. of this quest, and to have your friend not be a baby anymore. Mm. Well, the thing yeah. is, we, when we bought you back the watch and we asked you about the gold, you were very non-forthcoming with it. Um, and in our line of work, we meet people a lot who, let's just say they're less than trustworthy. And... I don't really want to give incredible time powers to someone that I don't trust. So you can see our dilemma here, Mr. Shoelacey. I see. Uh, yes, Hengist? No, I was Mr. Shoelacey, sir. Oh, sir, thank yes, you. Sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Professor, but I don't normally stand on Mr. Professor. You know, okay, yeah. Well... You'll forgive me, fellows, but uh, it's quite clear to me now that you have not held up your end of the bargain at all. Yet, 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 yet. Look, we just need some sign that we can trust you. A sign this... like what? Money and rubies. 
Yeah, yeah, for a start, we haven't actually seen any of this money that you claim to have. I mean, that would be a good start towards establishing some trust here. I'm not asking for it now, I just want to see it. I... And how do I know, based on your previous behaviour, that if I show you some of the money, you won't stab me and take everything in this room? Well, who's, I guess who's stabbed there, anyone? This is no, outrageous. Uh, he, spins a, he spins around, he opens a desk drawer, pick, takes something out, slams it out, and presses into your hand four huge rubies. Uh, each the size of a D20, let's say. Okay. Happy? Oh, yeah. I mean, I really don't want to give this guy the magic time watch, but... Uh, seems like... He's just a big nerd. It's fine. I All think right. he's literally just going to have it okay. here. Okay. Right. Well, I don't I don't have the watch. Hengist does. I trust him more than that other guy. Okay. This All right. Probably trust him more. So, silky, that's a cat. Silky nose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here, look. This is the genuine article. Now, please unmake baby. Oh, my goodness. It's more... Focus, focus. Yeah, sorry. Did you feel like it was vibrating to you slightly? Yes. Marvellous, marvellous. Right, okay. Well... Three words, my friend. Unmake baby. I merely hold this, and I know that we can forgo the dunk test, as we like to call it. I'd like to move on to this slightly more... Explosive round. I'm going to try and open this thing so that I can read the face of it. Um, I believe I advised you previously to stand back, and he yeah, puts down the mask. Try not to become baby. Okay. Yeah. It's my advice. All right. So, uh, whereabouts are you all positioned at this point? Um, away and behind something. Okay. I'm just going to lower my shield. Cool. <laughs> all right. Makes sense. Um. He uh, stands over his desk and uh, puts the watch down and um, looks back at you with a furtive glance. Oh, God, Meryl went. As he reaches under his desk, you can't hear what happens exactly, but you hear a sort of soft click. And before you know it, around him, uh, thick metal walls have descended. Chunk. Dang it. <laughs> he is sealed in what you can only describe as some kind of panic room. Oh. And he opens the see. he opens the tiny hatch at the front. <laughs> you poor fools! You thought I'd be fooled by that gift shop. Oh my goodness, and you almost had it. You so nearly had it. <laughs> I fire a crossbow bolt through the hole. Uh, there's <laughs> thick glass uh, through the covering covering the thing he's got one of those microphones uh yeah he's got um yeah he's got there's like a little grill like a sort of like underneath like a little metal grill that he's speaking through i bloody knew it meryl when sorry Uh, no matter what he wasn't gonna believe any of the watches you brought me the watch and proof that it actually works Oh my goodness, if you only knew what you had, you would have never brought it to me. Don't you know that this thing stores time? With this I can live forever. Ah, it shouldn't take long to complete the ritual, and then I will have your friends lived years inside me. Uh, he starts, he, he pulls a dagger out. <laughs> he pulls a dagger out, and uh, you could he's facing away, so you can only sort of like see this through a gap. He draws uh, the dagger across his palm, letting out yeah. a little blood. And um, uh, holding it close to him, he begins to murmur uh, some words. Quick, um, he's trying to steal baby years. He's trying to steal baby years. All right, we need to get him out of that panic room. Smash, smash, smash the museum. The, the hammer, hammer. Hammer, hammer, hammer. <laughs> Merrill. Hammer, hammer, hammer. <laughs> All right, uh, what's happening? 
Uh, I believe Baby Prudence is trying to say hammer, 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 hammer. <laughs> Are you Prudence? Make me a... It's her um... first word. No, wait, it's not her first word. It's her third word after I'm <laughs> Hammer, 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 hammer. Okay, that's not too tough. Make me a... Um, oh, yeah. Make me the... One of them uh, is a Persuasion <laughs> check. Yeah, charisma, persuasion. Yeah. All right, uh, it's uh, 19 with charisma. Yeah. 19, all right. Um, oh. You all, it's... Wow, it's Baby Prudence's almost first word, apart from I'm baby. <laughs> it's her third word. Um, but boy, does she seem to love it. How does it sound, Prudence? Hammer, 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 hammer. And then, more furiously, hammer, hammer, hammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hammer, 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 hammer. I sort of dandle Prudence a bit to calm her down. Prudence, are you calmed? No. I'm more angry. I want to swing my hammer at the metal walls. Okay, good idea. Make me a strength athletics check, please. Mm-hmm. Is the is the panic room? That's uh, sorry, seven. You swing the hammer into uh, the side of the room and clong. It sort of bongs. Uh, off. However, uh, Shoelacey did notice, and uh, you notice that he begins to speak the words that he was speaking a little more hurriedly. Is... Meryl, when? Uh, sorry, sorry, any... Corazon, go on. I was going to ask: Is is the panic room like a discreet piece? It's like one, one piece. It's walls, a floor, and a ceiling. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, right. there's. Uh, it came down from the ceiling uh, into some grooves in the floor. Uh, so there are, you know, like sort of okay. small gaps there. But run... apart from that, it's one solid piece, yeah. I want to run back out into the museum, smash open the display case, and take the braces of incredible strength. Okay. Um, ooh. Interesting. Some things are going to happen at the same time now. Uh, Corazon, make me a, make me an athletics check, and Merylwen, make me a. In fact, let me find out exactly what, what I, I need you to make me. What am I doing? <laughs> ba- baby. We'll Obviously. find out. Merylwen, make me a. Um, Wisdom saving throw, please, and also huh. make me a dexterity saving throw. Uh-huh. Okay. So that is a eleven, no, twelve. Yep. Oh. And a fifteen. Okay. Right, here's what happens. Uh, Corazon, did you make me that check? What was the number? Yes, 18. 18, all right. Uh, Corazon, you sprint uh, hell for leather into the other room uh, and over to the... It, it's, it's, a, it's a fair old distance. It's sort of like more than halfway across this large uh, sort of museum hall. Um, but you are uh, indeed there and, um, uh, and at the braces and we'll come back to you in a moment. Um, Merylwen... Um, you, uh, <laughs> from behind you and just to your side, you hear a loud crash and are engulfed in dust as a sarcophagus that you hadn't seen uh, resting against one wall bursts open. The lid is turned uh, just to dust and you see uh, Shoelacey turn around and verify that it's happened. This is clearly the magic that he's casting. Um, from inside, you see two glowing eyes first and it is only by an incredible uh, strength of will 
that you are not uh, completely terrified by them. Um, and out springs a mummy. <laughs> cool. It is short. It is about mm. uh, five feet tall. Uh, it is wrapped in bandages. Um, and in fact, uh, Meryl, uh, actually, Hengist, make me a perception, a wisdom perception check, please. All right. Uh, that is a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Um, you you see this happen. Uh, you look down and um, uh, you, <laughs> you see that, in fact, uh, at the foot of the sarcophagus, which has just burst open, there is a little plaque uh, that reads, um, Merit, Ancient Queen, uh, Ruler for a Thousand Years, here interred. So, um, this short mummy has burst out um, and holds its arms wide and begins uh, to say an incantation. Um, Corazon, now let's jump back to you. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want those braces. All right. You breaking open How the cabinet? Yes. All right. Um, well, I think do I probably have some kind of glass cutting tool. I can just... I think you probably do. So uh, trace make... Trace a big circle. Yeah, so Suction make me a uh, sleight of hand, deck sleight of hand check and don't biff it. 15. All right, 15. Um, okay, I will... Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Shink, like that. And you've got the braces. Right. Uh, back to the office. So just to um, clarify on the geography of this, you're in Shoelacey's office, mm -hmm. which is a, um, a sort of uh, sizable room. Corazon is outside in the huge hall getting the braces. Uh, inside the office with you, this um, uh, short uh, mummy has just burst out. Um, you can see... Uh, the like you'd expect a mummy to look it's kind of like she is wrapped in in bandages some of them have fallen away like around the eyes revealing these like glowing uh, yellow eyes and um, like around the mouth as well the jaw kind of hangs open the teeth are yellowed and rotting and the flesh oh it smells terrible no. um, she is not uh, capable of speech um, but she is certainly saying something that means a lot to something because out in the hall that Corazon was in uh, Corazon make me a <laughs> oh. make me a uh, wisdom um, saving throw please uh, yes For, do I add uh, my wisdom modifier to a saving throw you sure do yeah okay so that's um, 17 plus yes. 2 yep. 17 plus 2 uh, yep cool uh, alright and also make me the de dexterity saving throw damn alright and actually we're gonna I'm gonna roll this for Oh, jeez. Okay, that's a four plus oh, four. Oh. Um, yeah, that's a that's an eight. Um, yes, eight. Wow, you rolled pretty good, Corazon, but you didn't roll the natural 20 <gasps> that the nine-foot mummy is bursting out of oh, the sarcophagus inside no. the exhibit hall. Um, nine. It's a big old sarcophagus. It ex yes, nine-foot tall. Uh, it uh, explodes out... Um, uh, it seems to say something merit uh, and then it catches you Corazon completely off guard it mm. swings it does, does, does it though 
because I have the ability Evasion, mm -hmm. which allows me to nimbly dodge out of the way of certain effects uh, when I'm subjected to an effect that allows you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I can instead take no damage if I succeed on a saving throw or half damage if I fail. So. Yep, that all sounds perfectly reasonable, if not for the critical 20 that I am looking at, um, I'm afraid. <laughs> all right, so this Rotting Fist... <laughs> Uh, oh, no. This rotting Wait. fist. Uh, really? Does that completely? Okay, no. Yeah. It's a critical twenty, Corazon. Um, you are hit yeah. with this. Uh, the mummy's rotting Wait, fist. I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on it. I'm on him. I'm, I'm in a sling. You are. I'm uh, on a sling. The, uh, the, sling. the rotting fist uh, swings into you, um, and hits you for ten bludgeoning damage. Um, All right. Well, I can still use uncanny dodge, right? I mean, I've got so many dodging abilities. You think that <laughs> something would be useful? Right. Uh, you can use Uncanny Dodge, sure. So let's make that five points of bludgeoning damage, but I need you to make me a constitution saving throw as well, Corazon. Huh. Uh, that's a 15 plus 1. Okay, cool. Uh, you are knocked sideways across the floor. Um, let's say that you had finished cutting the braces out and that they are there, ready to be pinched. However, you have been pushed away from them. Okay. So, Hengist and Merylwen, with the small mummy that has just summoned the larger mummy in the room with the panic room, Prudence and Corazon, baby Prudence and Corazon, you are in the room with the nine-foot mummy. And everyone, roll me initiative, please. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Fifteen. Yeah. 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 Sixteen. Okay. Nice. Ten. Ten. Ooh. Ooh. Jinx. Uh, who, have, who among you would like to go first? I don't mind. Uh, go for it, Andy. Uh, sure, yep. Oh man, this mummy is rolling like an absolute champ. Sorry, I'm on your guys' side, but wow, this mummy, man. Okay, that mummy sucks. Wait, which which is the good one? The nine-foot one? The, the one that's rolling well? The nine-foot? The, the nine-foot? The giant one. I suppose, oh, I suppose you'll find out, won't you? Um, I suppose I will. Uh, it is, in fact, the uh, smaller mummy um, who's rolled uh, incredibly well. Um, ah. She ducks down into a crouch uh, like this, and she is going to launch herself uh, through the air at you, uh, Merowen. She is going to um, attack you. Hang on, you. hang yeah. on. Yes. Has she not spotted the sacred cat on my shoulder? Let's find out. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, it's a terrible cat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find All out. All cats are sacred. I wish, uh, I wish you, I could make my camera roll this in the open. What but is it? imagine I'm, I, I just, here we go. It's a two. Huh. Uh, unfortunately, the mummy has not noticed the cat, <clears> or <throat> you can be assured, Meryl, when she would never be pursuing the course of action that she is. Um, but unfortunately, uh, things are what they are, and she's springing at you. And what's your armor class, Merowen? It's 15. 15. Uh, no, this mummy must be a little rusty. Uh, springs right past you and stacks it into uh, an opposite wall and spins ha. around and goes, ah! <laughs> um, and now it is Prudence's turn. Oh, okay. Well, this is fun. Um, so I'm, where am I? In You're in the, the big hall. You're in the uh, Corazon's papoose. Okay, okay, what can we do with this? Well, I guess like a baby Eldritch Blast, right? I can Aww. still cast all my Baby's first Eldritch Hello, Blast! Baby twin Cutest little Eldritch Blast you ever saw. <laughs> Eldritch Please. Blast. From the little, little hands. From the little little baby hands. Okay. Uh, you, can barely see, you can barely see me. You just sort of see the little hands in the papoose. Like, 
<laughs> kind of imagine that the the size of the beams is still the same. <laughs> the size of the beams is absolutely uh, the same. Uh, Prudence, you need to make me you need to make me an attack roll. Two attack rolls for the two beams. You need to make me two attack rolls and okay. I'm going to uh, ask you to subtract 10 from whatever you roll. 10, right, 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 right. right. Okay. Fine. Okay, so that's Ooh, oh, that's not good. So that's four. Okay, so it's minus four on one of them, which is bad. Yeah. And uh, on oh, and the same again, huh? Would you look at that? Uh, minus four on both blasts. Okay. Wait, um, yeah. Baby Prudence, the Eldritch blast that you conjure are absolutely of the oh. power and scale and oh. devastating, <laughs> damaging power that, you, that adult God. Prudence would be able you to say, wield. Eldritch yeah. blast. <laughs> Eldritch <laughs> Your, uh, your, no, your, I'm scary. <laughs> your, Very your, scary Eldritch Blast. Your brow furrows oh God, and your I lower lip wobbles and you say, Eldritch Blast. And then no. and you hold out your little podgy little no. tiefling baby hands <laughs> and the biggest Eldritch Blast you ever saw blast oh. out of them. Uh, Prudence, the um, recoil is immense and it fires you <laughs> out of the papoose and up into the uh, up into the uh, sort of, you are <laughs> propelled. Uh, imagine if a baby got hold of a policeman. Uh, sorry, not a policeman. Uh, got hold of a fire hose. In fact, imagine a baby got hold of two fire hoses. Imagine how that would look. So that is happening. Uh, it doesn't hit the mummy, but Prudence, you're up there, and I'm going to say that you are going to you are going to stay up there, young lady, until your next turn. No. Uh, Meryl, no. when it's your turn, what ha- what hap? <laughs> right. Um, oh my god. I want to have. A, is is the the panic room? Are there any like grills? Is there any like air that can get in? Uh, there is the small uh, sort of mesh that uh, Shoelacey was using to speak through. Okay, I put my hand up to it. And I cast Poison Spray. Okay, tell me about Poison Spray. (laughs) So you extend your hand toward a creature you see within range and project a puff of noxious gas from your palm. The creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 damage. Okay, and you're... Uh, And uh, I'm level 5, so it's actually 2d12s. Okay, wow. All right, so... um, And your... Spell DC is 15. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Turning a panic room into a Dutch oven. <laughs> uh, Angus, I think you already have inspiration, but just know that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Shoelacey. Okay, um, Shoelacey rolled a 19. Oh, no, um, he succeedeth. All right, uh, Shoelacey, Shoelacey, you you hold up your hand to the to the thing. Um, uh, poison gas starts to seep into the the room. Shoelacey notices uh, and quickly uh, pulls a little switch on his side that. Um, puts a little uh, sort of metal grill uh, down behind that one uh, you can no longer communicate through this grill while that's down but um, uh, also he is I communicate in a way <laughs> he is not poisoned show me the face that you're making through the grill oh it's not my face <laughs> oh 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 right with the hand up again right okay with you I moon the curator yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I said cast moonbeam, not uh, not moon and beam. Shoelacey takes three points of uh, manners damage. Um, yeah, because he is appalled. 
Uh, all right. Okay, and now it's um, Hengist. You're up. Okay, I want to turn to the five-foot mummy in front of me, yeah. and Who goes, I ah. would like. Go on. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to cast Sacred Flame. Oh, delightful! So, all right. Um, this uh, mummy basically needs to succeed on a Dex saving throw, okay. or take one uh, d8 radiant damage. Um, all right, I and what? your um, spell save DC is 13, oh, right? Oh, gosh, that's such a good question. Yes, I believe it, it is. is yeah. Yes, it uh, is. You don't need to roll attack for this, do you? No. So uh, no, it just, so it's, it's yeah, it's all for the little money. Whether or not uh, you can beat a 13. Okay, and it was, what was, did you say it was dex? Uh, yes. That is a 15 without modifiers. Uh, you, uh, you fire this a blast of flame at the uh, at this small mummy but again crouching low she sort of springs up um and now she's on the ceiling why not um corazon it's your mm. turn uh i want those braces all right on. you're moving <laughs> for the braces yeah okay um i'm gonna say that the you were stood by the braces and then the mummy punched you the nine foot mummy so i'm going to say that the mummy is between you and the braces so uh i'm going to ask you to make a dexterity acrobatics check to get them and beat a 15 please can i cast grease between his legs and do a knee slide between nutmeg and uh <laughs> yes you absolutely can but that will count as your action i, I, I don't think you oh, could okay. grab the braces as well this turn all right fine uh that is sorry it was a what check sorry 15, beat 15 dexterity. Dexterity. Yeah. Okay, so it's a 13, but uh, I have four modifier, so uh, 17. All right. Uh, the mummy sort of clumsily reaches down for you with its enormous fist, and you actually run up the arm. Sick. Uh, and flip a parkour over its shoulder and land in front of the braces. You're putting them on? Yeah. <laughs> Hands in them. Yeah, you punch into them Iron Man style. <laughs> yeah. Uh, enormous power surges through you. Um, your arms pop eye out to enormous <laughs> bicep proportions. Oh my god, he's turned into a gorilla. Yes. <laughs> and your pecs. Uh, you know that bit in the Gaston song where he flexes? Yes. Uh, it's like that. Um, and you know the bit in the Gaston song where he shows off his chest hair? It's like that much chest hair as your shirt rips apart. Yeah. This is uh, so much, so much cooler than when he tried to be a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to call that your action, though, but that's the situation. You are wielding the braces of uh, immense okay. power. Okay, well, I, I mean, I have a bonus action that I can use to dash, disengage, or hide. Okay. Would you like can to do I, one of those things? Can I dash into the mummy? I mean, this is this is probably some extremely complicated rules. It, it's actually you know not what, that... Luke? You know what, Luke? It's fine. I will stop my turn and not be greedy. Uh, all right. But well, you can hide, though, if you'd like. Hide, you can't dash hide, into the mummy, but if you'd like to hide, that's fine. Okay. Uh, if it doesn't seem... Yeah, I'll, I'll hide. Cool. All right. Um, you hide behind a uh, you hide behind a lamp that is kind of triangle-shaped with two very large... Uh, <laughs> 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 the world's biggest amphora. But, yeah, a huge yeah. urn with, like... <laughs> heap of twitching muscles exactly. you, you hide behind it in fact painted on the urn is an enormously strong man um, <laughs> uh, and yet uh, that's gonna that's gonna fool the mummy oh that's um, very funny and it is now that mummy's turn okay okay 
Um, that mummy is uh, going to... Um, let's see. How high up is baby prudence? Don't you try it, mummy. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't crush a baby, would you, mummy? <laughs> uh, baby prudence is up pretty high. I think the sensible move for the mummy is to move towards its summoner and master in life in the other room. Um, Hengist and Merylwen, uh you see a mummy crouch down at the door um, to Shoelace's office and then just bulldoze through the frame like that. Um, and uh, Hengist, uh, make me a um, wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Ooh. Proficient in that one. Uh, that is 24 in total. Brilliant. You're so brave. It fixes you with its uh, horrible... Uh, sort of yellowy eyes, but you are absolutely not outfaced, and you raise your shield in a cool and heroic way as it swings that rotting fist into you. Um, it uh, that rotting fist bounces on your shield, and in fact, you feel it doesn't glance off the mummy's rotten hand bones. You feel them go in, like up, and the oh. mummies are, it hit really hard, and your shield is really solid, and the arm kind of telescopes up <laughs> a little bit, and the mummy roars in a thousands year old agony. And I it's... look around, I'm like, dwarves, they are really good. <laughs> that one's like, nice! <laughs> uh, it is the little mummy's turn, however, and seeing what you just did to um, uh, her uh, servant and bodyguard she is coming for you as well hengist make me another wisdom saving throw all right that is an 18 18 okay man you're still so brave um <laughs> and th this little one uh, jumps at your shield uh grabs hold is now on your shield and the arms are sort of reaching past going like like that, like <laughs> those sort of rotting claws kind of going for your face, but they barely just scrape your beard. Uh, that attack has missed as well. Everyone's missing, and it is Prudence. Baby Prudence, you're in the sky. Wow. <laughs> um, your Eldritch Blast. Prudence in the sky oh. with Eldritch Blast. <laughs> what do you want to do? Prudence. So am I, like, pinned? I'm, I'm not pinned anymore, right? I'm just, what am I, what am I doing? Flying Where am I? You are currently... You, uh, <laughs> you, you are... <laughs> You are flying around at the speed of sound. You've got places to go. You've got to follow your rainbow. Okay. Uh, can't stick around. Have to keep flying around. Um, you realise uh, that because you still have your regular prudence consciousness, yes. you know that these eldritch blasts, these agonising blasts, uh, are about to sort of sputter out um, yeah, 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 for the yeah, turn. Yeah. So what would you like to do? Okay. Uh, I get, oh, great question. Um, hmm. hmm, hmm. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Ah, uh, mm, mm, I'm sorry. You got this, Prudence. Uh, panicking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> baby doesn't know what baby wants. Baby, baby, baby tired. Baby hungry, baby, baby, tired, baby tired, baby overtired. Baby yeah. Baby, cranky. <laughs> yeah. baby not tired. Um, okay, well, I guess, I mean, like, what, I, what, what I want do is cast Eldritch Blast again, but we've all seen how that goes, so... Feel free. Just keep it up in the air like Jetpack Joyride. Yeah, I was thinking like Iron Man style, just like... Yeah. Ride around on a chair of Eldritch Blast. <laughs> 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 is, is that what you would... 
Very good, Hengist. Very good. If only inspiration stacked. Uh, Prudence, is that what you'd like to do? Uh, well, um, uh, with the last, like, um, the last life of the former Eldritch Blast, I sort of direct myself in the, the, the way everyone else has gone, so towards the office. Okay. Right? Okay. Oh, so yep, I'll let you, you can do that. Sort of like heading in that general direction. You are, okay, The so the, the blast sputters out. You yep. are now flying very Through fast towards <laughs> okay. this big hole in the wall. Hole in the wall. Oh, that the mummy where? made when it smushed through. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, well, guessing, um, what, what's that, Marilyn? I'm guessing the mummy's got its back to that hole as well. because It it's does, tried, yeah, because it's facing yeah. Hengist. Okay. Okay, well, I feel like an Eldritch Blast in the opposite direction would not only arrest my momentum, but also maybe, like, chip off a few health points. On, All right. I mean, sorry, cause some amount of damage on the back of this mummy's uh, Roll me head. your, um, what did we do last time? Oh, wait, time? no, 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 I've got something, I've got, I, I, I don't arrest my momentum. I okay. fly headlong into the back of the mummy yep. and try and scrabble for, like, a bandage or something. Like, trying to... <gasps> grab hold of a little bitty bandage as I as I arrest my momentum. God, they're a nightmare at that age. Just grabbing yeah, your just hair and your <laughs> earrings. If I know one yeah. thing about little babies is that boy, are they good at just grabbing things, especially yeah, 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 yeah. If, especially if they're the kind of thing near your face, like glasses or a beard, that you really wish they wouldn't be grabbing. And I reckon that includes bandages. Um, yeah. So Prudence, just roll me a d20. Okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, it's a five. It's okay. a five. Awesome. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> here's what happens. Uh, baby Prudence. Um, baby Prudence fires. Uh, it's just a little red blur to you guys, Meryl, when in Hengist. <laughs> just like that kind of in, in through the room. And you hear, Prudence, are you making a noise with your mouth as this happens? Just like a, a constant scream, but you can hear the Doppler shift on it. Sure, like, you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, baby Prudence, you um, you aim to uh, grab onto uh, the the mummy's broad back. Um, however, because you rolled your five, that doesn't happen. But no. roll me a um, sleight of hand check. Oh, okay. And roll it me with advantage. Okay, all right, sleight of hand. Because babies oh. grab. Yeah, they babies sure grab. do. That's a fifteen. That's a fifteen. All right, you yeah. actually. Your trajectory's a little off, and you fire straight past uh, the, um, the the very tall mummy. Okay, However, okay. as you fly past it, your little baby hand, <laughs> like that, and you get hold, and you're familiar with a maypole. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you as the you hold onto you, you hold a bandage, and in an ever widening yes. circle, you like, like that. that thing you play on the lawn with like you hit the ball and then it goes around the thing swing ball swing hit. ball you're yeah, familiar you're with the maypole you're familiar viewers yeah, with uh, it, with, it, with swing, swing ball, ball. that's right yeah. um, with, with a look that you can only attribute to immense surprise the mummy sees that it is suddenly completely unraveled and a tottering uh, nine foot skeleton uh, now stands amid uh, a whole bunch of um, uh, bandages and prudence you slide uh like we got across the polished floor uh, and come to rest against the the far wall the wall that is the um the wall nice. that is uh, with the big hole in it Good. Uh, delightedly the 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 big mummy's armor class has plummeted nice oh. great work prudence that's amazing frankly 
Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd miss forever. It's back and waiting for you. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Merowen, how how will we be following that? Um, (laughs) If you dare. First, I do a small... Mm, (laughs) Even Um, the the small mummy that's currently on the ceiling uh, looks at what's happened and goes... (laughs) <laughs> and sort of approval um i'm really mad at this guy that i was like okay i trusted him for like five minutes and then that was it um i'm gonna try he's he's locked in a little box yep. uh that's about a five foot radius right yep i'd like to cast moonbeam i check first have you checked the ceiling for acid? I checked the ceiling for any acid yep. and things like that. Okay? okay, I check that there's nothing there. Because I think that if I take him out, then the other people... I'm, I'm just like, dude, you've got you've got a chance for me to not do this. Merowen, I have always loved your confidence and optimism. Um, so tell me about Moonbeam. God. That doesn't seem good. <laughs> you do not want your DM telling you that. <laughs> you know what I've always enjoyed about you? Silvery Beam... A pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, uh, 40-foot-high cylinder. Okay. Centered on a point within range until right. the spell ends. And your spell save uh, DC is 15, right? Yeah, and if if it fails, it only takes uh, 1d10. Or no, I, I roll 2d10s, and it's half. Otherwise, it's 2d10s. Okay. Ha! <laughs> um, Moonbeam... Gets cast. Uh, yes! is cast. Uh, you actually, because the because floor to ceiling, this um, uh, this uh, sort of panic room is completely sealed in. Um, the only light you see is the small um, the small kind of glass thing, which in fact uh, glares out with the most brilliant radiant light you have ever ever seen. Um, uh, you are you everyone in the room is forced to kind of shield their eyes as best they can um then blotting the light is shoelacy's face like that pressed (coughs) up against the glass and you can't hear anything because he lowered the thing but he's screaming and he's dying and i'm gonna say that uh i'm gonna give you the choice meryl when uh he will die for sure if you keep up moonbeam or you can leave him uh, on the verge of death, if you want to. Uh, Meryl Wen's great microwave, calling it now. 
Merowen's microwave. microwave. <laughs> Merowen's <laughs> well, the thing is, I want him to turn baby prudence back into adult prudence. So I'm going to move it and I would like to move it onto the other uh, mummy if I am able to in this uh, round. I'll make Otherwise... You, I'll make you do that in the next action. Uh, however, okay. for now, the moonbeam has shifted off of... Uh, off shoe, of him. Off okay, of, I've shifted it off of him. I have uh, just... I just want to hurt him. I don't want to kill him. I'm going to roll initiative for Shoelacey and just pop him in the order. Um, cool. Um, right. Boy, is he hurt. Uh, it is your turn, Hengist. Uh, uh, Shoelacey like... is, is no longer visible. He has slid down. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like to uh, just reach into my tunic and on a big old chain, I want to pull out a small anvil. Okay. Uh, which is uh, my holy symbol. Uh, and I would like to cast Turn Undead. Turn go, Undead! Mummies, could you just give us a minute, please? We're... The baby's very tired. <laughs> uh, so basically... Um, Tell me about Turn la, Undead. La, 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 la. I present my holy symbol to speak a prayer. Each undead I can see or that can hear me within 30 feet must succeed on a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. Ooh, or... It spends an entire minute just trying to get away from me. I love it. Okay, um, I'll roll that for both mummies now. That's a five. And that's a twelve. Um, so... Both fails. Both two fails. Um, yeah. I, I want to start trying Tell to usher them. Basically, I'm like, could you please just not? Just give us a moment. <laughs> and then as they start to do it, I'm like, come on. Come on, like when you're trying to herd cats, um, the, I'm trying to just usher them out the room. The uh, the mummy on the ceiling goes <laughs> yeah, 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 away yeah. from the holy symbol and 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 scampers down down the wall and out into the larger chamber. The big skeleton uh, falls and trips over its own bandages and it's it sort of like back, kind of yeah. like back shuffles, kind of out. Come on, one of them's a baby. We can fight outside if you really want. Just give, <laughs> give him some space. Come on. Both skeletons, uh, sorry, mummies, um, ha even have left the area and have moved into the room with Big Strong Corazon. Um, and now it's <laughs> Corazon's turn. <laughs> oh my god, I've let them into the kill room. <laughs> I'd really like to punch these mummies' heads off. <laughs> okay. Corazon smash! Um, Corazon, uh, will you be smashing both? one for each of you. Okay, great. Um, roll me a d20, and I just want to let you know that whatever you roll, it's going to work. <laughs> well, it's a 19. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, knock his block off. Uh, Corazon, um, you step out from behind the... Um, <laughs> you step out from behind the, the vase. Um, you kiss your muscles, and what happens next? Um... So, yeah, like uh, Henry Cavill in Mission Impossible, I reload my arms. Yeah. <laughs> and then I swing around with a huge haymaker right hook into the, uh, the head of the first mummy. Okay. Knocking the head off. The head spirals off into the... It's a very large open room. Yeah. It sort of goes off into the distance. You sort of lose sight of it, but you can hear the, uh, the thud as it lands. Yeah. And the next one, I swing around and do a sort of lariat. And <coughs> that one, it catches it high up on the chest. Which one is this? This is these, uh, the larger mummy. Sure. This is the big skeleton. It's the big skeleton, sorry, yes, the okay. big skeleton. Catch it high up on the chest. Uh, my intention was to sort of flip uh, the mummy over onto its back, but my arm just like crashes directly through its rib cage, knocks the rib cage flying off 20 or 30 feet down the room, and then the head just sort of lands on the pelvis. 
and then the whole edifice sort of totters and then falls over. Okay. Incredible. <laughs> um, I nod approvingly at, at, at Blastoff. There's nothing left of the mummies but uh, a sort of uh, cloud of dust. Um, Corazon, you have these uh, super strong braces just to sort of fill you in uh, for two more turns of of combat. Um, should combat even proceed? Because next it is Shoelacey's turn. And oh, he... yeah, I'd use my bonus action to dash into the room where Shoelacey is. Cool. All right. Um... <laughs> All right, you dash into the room where Shoelacey is. Um, Shoelacey uh, puts a hand to the glass and sort of staggering himself up. Uh, he's slowly rotating. He's slowly, he's, he's slowly rotating. Um, he's, you see that his, you see that his face is um, uh, covered in in very painful looking sores and and boils and burns, and his nice clothes are just sort of hanging off him. Um, he, he a hand goes like that like that bit in titanic oh, except okay. it's not like that bit in titanic because when they do it in titanic no flesh comes away oh. but unfortunately <laughs> that's what happens to shoelacey good god yeah all right i use my strength to tear apart the panic room okay um <laughs> that like, happens um, okay like sir stephen rogers in the story of age of ultron <laughs> age of Ye ultron <laughs> Uh, all right, it is torn apart. Aeon of Ultron. A <laughs> faint smell of poison gas uh, leaves the room and an overwhelming smell of burned man. Oh, God. Um, Shoelacey is uh, on the floor. Uh, the pocket watch is in his palm. Um, what happens now? You're out of combat, by the way. I vomit. Okay. <laughs> vom- okay. Angus, you vomit. Merylwen, I think we need to get him to turn Prudence back, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think we do, don't we? Shoelace. Yeah. So um, I pick Shoelace That's the noise up with he's one making. hand and yep. sort of raise him over my head. And I'm like, maybe you'd like to use this uh, this pocket watch to turn our friend back from baby. And then maybe we can see about doing something about these horrible wounds. I mean, they look, <laughs> look like you're in a pretty bad way there, friend. Wouldn't want to leave those for too long. Is the only noise that Shoelace can make at first, but then... Um, Summoning what very little remains of his um, throat, uh, he is able to. He says to you, <laughs> uh, he he's, he um, he holds out the pocket watch uh, with one trembling, um, bo- like bony hand. This is probably the wrong time, but does anyone want to go for barbecue later? <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, and points with the other hand um, at a small um, button on on top of the watch. But, 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 please spare me. Oh, this is horrible. I'm I'm going to just, I'm going to whip out the holy symbol again and I'm going to use preserve life to evoke healing energy that restores 15 hit points to Shoelacey. Okay. This is horrible. I'm like, oh god, just have this. <laughs> okay. I'm like mashing the the anvil into his face. Uh, That's shoe- good because I was going to give him a little kick. There's a <laughs> there's a, a um, there's a there's a uh, shoelace is bathed in a in a in a in a in a light that is so nice. It's like golden. Whereas Moonbeam was like bright blue and harsh. This is like a lovely golden kind of kind of look. Um, and uh, I'm still casting Moonbeam. It's just over in the corner. And oh yeah, that's true. It's going. <laughs> that's that's happening in the corner. Uh, so um, Shoelacey looks over very nervously at it. 
uh, now he's got he's got like scarring all over his body that will well it'll never heal but uh, he's looks he seems uh, the smell has gone um pre- press the button open the watch I'll save your friend just let me live okay I do okay. the I do the thing uh, you press the button on the watch and the 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 door flips open now the hand wind it back you do that um the watch seems to shudder corazon uh in your hand uh and you get the sense that uh a number of things are leaving it and that those things are years um you hear a sound from behind you and abruptly you all spin around to where baby prudence was now not baby prudence Prudence. Whee! All right, I give him a little kick now. Okay. Um, he's died. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I wanted to roll that honestly. He rolled a five. <laughs> he rolled a five. He's got no. Uh, yeah. I suppose you were wearing the incredible gauntlets of unbelievable strength, weren't you? I said about the gauntlets. Forgot about the gauntlets. Shoelace is dead. Oh, oh no! <laughs> These are new boots! Uh, So, uh, unfortunately, I guess there won't be any gold or rubies, but. I got um, some rubies! You've got got some rubies, and you got. Okay, yeah, I have a look around, I have a route around his office. Okay, uh, you find. um, uh, You find a hundred gold sort of stashed here and there, and you also find, like, uh, a sizable emerald, which you think is probably worth about 300 gold. Um, and you all think to yourselves, Dob is never going to get a look in on these. Um, uh, Everyone, so, quickly, like, eat, your, eat your rubies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, as I imagine you tr- make a fairly sharpish exit from the uh, museum and the town of uh, Ransom. I'm going straight to the pub and I'm going to drink myself insensate. I'm like, goodbye. Okay, Probably are you all heading forever. to the pub wait, with Hengist? Wait, wait, well, you... If they are, I'm not coming. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get wait. away from these people. Wait, 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 wait. Can you do me one favour? I'm sorry what? that you saw me. I, look, I, I just get very annoyed when oh, people Hengist. fool me. Could you please take Silky and make Silky the pub cat because he likes belly rubs? Just just, just g- give him to the lady at the pub and Meryl say this is on, payment. How wholesome is that? It's pretty wholesome. I pick it up and put it under my arm. Yay. She's not going to thank me for this. Uh, Silky immediately digs her claws into Hengist <laughs> in a painful way, but will not be letting go. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, okay, and so oh, as you, you. <laughs> as you part ways and try and steal Goodbye away quickly forever. into the night, uh, maybe you you all hope that maybe you'll see Hengist again. Uh, Hengist certainly doesn't hope that he'll see you again, but maybe it won't be up to Hengist. And. Um, uh, as you, as you vanish into the darkness like the murderous thieves that you all are, uh, you've come away with a modest amount of gold Murder and uh, two new incredible braces, which Corazon, you have like slowly swelled down. The the specific magic of the braces you're looking forward to figuring out another time, yes. and um, you have prudence in not baby form. Yeah, I'm enjoying and my height and the range of my arms and legs. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that is that. Yay! Big round of applause, everyone, for a fantastic first DMing adventure from Luke. Luke, you did amazingly. 
Uh, you should be very proud of yourself. Thanks, Everybody Luke. in Thanks, the Luke. chat, please, let's get a like spike for Luke's amazing adventure. And for the off-screen towel that Luke is reaching for now, because, oh, oh my <laughs> God, it is warm here. And Luke, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I challenged you over evasion. I've just never got to use it, and I really oh, want to. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> When you said Luke punch, was... I was like, this doesn't apply. It's not, <laughs> it doesn't apply. You're well, right. uh, God loves a trier. Uh, yeah. I think that's a phrase. Um, yeah, thank you so much for this great adventure. Thank you to Johnny for coaching Luke and giving him such great instruction in the art of DMing. If you haven't watched the videos yeah. yet, or you've mm -hmm. been uh, saving them because you didn't want spoilers for this adventure, you can now go back and watch the I'm going to go lessons. watch them now. The yeah, yeah. There's one yeah. more to come. We're going to do a debrief. <gasps> We're going to record a little so, post-mortem. A D&D brief. Yeah. Hey yeah, D D brief. Um, so, yeah, that's on Dicebreaker at youtube.com forward slash Dicebreaker. You can check out the two videos that exist now and subscribe so you don't miss the third part, the debrief, which is going to be all about this Oxventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but all that remains to be said now is thank you guys uh, for watching and letting us do this uh, regularly. We really enjoy it and we can do it if you guys didn't watch. So thank mm -hmm. you so much to all mm -hmm. of you. And once again, big round of applause uh, for Luke and Johnny for putting together such a great... Thank you, Johnny. And thank you, everyone, for being such amazing players. Uh, that was a wonderful time. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 Everybody give it up for our magnificent DM, Luke Westaway, and so his great. first ever recorded Oxventure, wow. which was Watch Out, and that was Watch Out Part 3. Watch well out. done, Luke. Well, well bloody done. Thanks very much. How does it feel listening to it a year later? Uh, it, it feels good. There's a lot of kind of itchy feeling when I listen to this one back, kind of wanting to be able to reach back in time and just like change, tweak things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know that, um, the, what, the what's the French term? L'esprit... D'escalier. Oh, D'escalier, yeah. the thing you think of uh, as you're yeah. walking down the stairs exactly. on the, the, the way out. Exactly, the perfect thing you think I'd of after that. the fact. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, of course. There's definitely some of that when I listen to it back. Um, there's, a, there's a real sort of uh, gr grindy bit of, of dialogue where um, where nobody trusts Leopold Shoelacey. Yes, um, and, that was uh, sort of like right at the end of episode two and yeah, into the beginning of, yeah, of this episode. Yeah, that's right. And obviously he does turn out to be, as you've just heard, he does turn out to be the villain. Um, uh, but yeah, nobody trusts him. And in the, heat, in the heat of the moment, I just could not think of an alternative uh, to like him being the, the boss. So I kind of had, uh, that's the most kind of railroady part of the Ox Venture, I think. That, um, yeah. That part, that part there where... Well, it, it, it would be odd to rewrite the character on the fly, I would think. Yes, but... You know, uh, obviously the world reacts to the players, mm. but the components of the world are yeah. surely, like, pre-baked. But in, in in retrospect, uh, like, there, there's a, there's a, yeah, there are, there are other things that could have that could have okay. stepped in and, and kept the kept the structure of the story intact. Like, something that I have thought of since is like, oh, why didn't I just introduce another character? Who was like pulling shoelaces strings? So to, no pun intended. Um, you know, like a sort of evil museum manager. Or you... oh, so there's a reveal where it's like, this yeah, was yeah, the, the, yeah. the man behind the curtain, or like a haunted yeah. mummy or something. You know, like I, it could have, could have at the. It, nobody trusts shoelacey, but he could have yeah. at the point where you're negotiating, he could have just said, "I'll give you whatever you want. Here's here's mm. loads of gold. Mm. Um, now let's now let's work on the watch together." And I could have just mm. changed him to being genuinely interested in the watch for scientific purposes, and then have an evil mummy step out from uh, a sarcophagus and be like, "Yes, shoelacey." <laughs> 
I have been watching Maybe. you study those or what. I think, I reckon... Good, good. It's a bit Mummy X Machina though, isn't it? Like, Mummy X, It's a bit yeah, less satisfying yeah. that you're like, and yeah. suddenly there's this other guy and it was him all along and you've never met him. There was no, there yeah. was no foreshadowing. But I suppose yeah. that's a problem, like, because we're all, you know, storytellers and, and mm. story listeners and story enjoyers that like, we know to look for foreshadowing and we know to look for like, you know, the potential for irony or the potential for a twist. And knowing knowing those kind of like dramatic, very basic like building blocks, yeah. you kind of you, get ahead of yourself. You are yeah. you are you are fight you are fighting against the fact that all of your players have a have the same working knowledge of pop culture and tropes as yeah. you do, but yeah. also tropes aren't bad. Like the, the, they are narratively satisfying and it's you know, it's nice when um it's nice when stories have a kind of satisfying flow to them. Uh, and that's that's why a lo- you know a lot of plot beats across film and TV tend to be the same. Yeah. Um. So you kind of you want tropes because tropes are good. Um, it's lightly metagamey yeah. on our part because I don't know that Shoelacey himself did anything quite uh, obvious enough to warrant that kind of suspicion. Yeah. So if you see what I mean, the suspicion sort of derives from you know us. Well, that's a, looking that, that, for yeah. conflict and looking for betrayal, you but, know, which I mean is partly on us as players and maybe partly on the Ox Venture crew as, as you know, people who have been screwed over before. I think but, that's um, I think that's fair enough though, because you're you, as when you're when you're playing any kind of game like this, you always want yeah. to feel as in control as possible. So you're always looking for the, you know, you're always looking for the knife in the back or like you do tend to be act suspicious, which actually really is just in character because you do live in a world full of magic and betrayals and, you know, that is true. Evil wizards and stuff. I bet DMs sometimes though are just like, why why won't you let me stab you in the back? I've spent so long making this beautiful knife for stabbing you in the back. Please just turn around and let me stab you with it. In retrospect, what I would have done differently again and i think we talked i talked i know i talked about this on the deleted the deleted episode again so you've heard this already the lost Jane. So the lost the lost, <laughs> lost the lost content um uh it, if i had my time again i would have done a better job i think of making leopold the character of leopold shoelacy uh feel more genuinely friendly in the beginning so that that yeah. suspicion wasn't there and i think i hoped that him just not you know offering gold would be enough that that the ox ventures would be like oh yeah cool we want gold and gems and so we'll we will do as he says yeah in retrospect if i'd have had him do something like help someone or save someone or even just have him portrayed as a bit more of a kind of bumbling fool yeah. like for example if you when you went into his, his office if he was like about to be crushed under a huge pile of books or something and he was like he was like, oh this is just on the top shelf i just go oh oh help help and it was you know about to crush him and we'd be like oh he's so charming yeah i think it wouldn't have... he's lovely exactly like i i think i could have i would have thrown in a little a little something to make him seem harmless yeah uh and and i think that probably would have sold it then because yeah, the you trick know, yeah. is so um, the Roger Ebert, you remember the the, mm. the film critic, yeah, famed film critic, um, came up with this idea called the law of economy of characters. Oh, right? okay, yeah. Uh, and it says a character who's introduced with no clear role will turn out to be important to the plot. The rationale for the law is that shooting budgets for film and TV do not allow for unnecessary characters. Right. right? Yeah. A sort of extension of that is, I think, in my mind, 
you know there's going to be conflict. There's going to be an antagonist. Yeah. We've probably met that antagonist already. Yeah, it would be weird if you hadn't. Yeah. And and like I say, that's why you can't just like, here's a mummy suddenly in mm-hmm. the sort of in the final fifth of the of the yeah. story. Because that wouldn't be very satisfying. It, so it, yeah. it's difficult, isn't it? Like to I, I could have to introduce someone who then is just straightforward. I yeah. could have I could have done a, an economical job of adding a character. Like Shoelacey could have had an assistant, like a a sort of yeah. quiet um sort of woman i'm imagining kind of just bustling around basically organizing his life she could have been like a kind of comedy pa yeah. uh he could have not known anything about where he's going or what he's supposed to be doing and she could have been like um mr Shilazi, actually no you can't do two o'clock and because you're supposed to be meeting the dean and and then either he could have turned out to be evil and you fight alongside her or vice versa mm. depending on how mm. the story's going she could turn out okay. to be like the evil one who really wants the watch and he's okay. genuinely a bumbling so, fool so, so as far as you're concerned the, the components of the world like the the alignment or the the you know the kind of hidden backstory of a character can change as you go like that oh yeah 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 grabs. yeah i think okay. so i mean uh i'm sure better dms than me would would kind of bristle at that because you want your npcs to feel coherent and to behave predictably Mm. Uh, uh you know it's fun if the players can guess how someone is going to react and if and if they do things that seem in character but yeah. but like i i do think it's pretty bad to be in the situation that we were in in the ox venture where you have that real grinding everything slows down while we now have this very long boring negotiation about like here's the gold here's the watch what's going to happen when when all the time i'm i'm basically unwilling to let go of the idea that he's going to get the watch and go ha ha fooled you lol and jump you know jump into <laughs> a panic worth, room maybe it's not my place to say but i didn't find it boring i suppose it would be for the audience to yeah to kind of t- also to it might, it, it maybe if i listen to it back but... it would be like 45 seconds long but in my mind yeah, that in my yeah. mind that was you know infinite time i remember it being a sort of amusing stalemate that was being played both in the game world and a sort of meta level Mm. where andy in particular is like no i'm not going to step aside and lay down my mistrust so that you can do your dming well that's like please um, please though uh it's it's not fun to like dming is really fun and it's Mm. not fun uh if you are uh forcing a situation on the players or like forcing a consequence because it it just feels awkward and uh like not what would quote really happen because you know the dm's not supposed to be there they're not real they're not in the story so like it, uh yeah i know johnny talks about this a lot they have this thing about this aversion to the idea of oh i am the dm you live by my whim what i say goes and i can kill you when i like and you know it's the kind of thing you see on t-shirts mm-hmm. uh like D stuff but it's really true it's like it's just it that's not me being glib it, it's just no you just feel weird and awkward if you're like railroading in that way like yeah. no we're going to we're going to figure out a way that he gets he get, what you can do what you want or you can wriggle around but he's going to get the watch because i say yeah. so and because <laughs> because that's the only ending i can that i have prepared and can think of yeah, yeah. i do have um a, I, you know, do you want to do you want to do my deleted content yeah because, i want to see this, the westaway cut yeah so I, this I want all the the stuff that was left on the editing room floor the well, studio <laughs> said you can't keep in well we mentioned westaway. we mentioned that um that this that this 
Oxventure ran really long, right? Yes. Um, and this was something that I had planned uh, and and took out on the fly um, because uh, you know it we we didn't need to do it time wise. Okay. Uh, the, I think it were I, I think if you hadn't have done the animated armor fight, um, or if that hadn't have been so exciting Extended, and yes. yeah sustained and great. Yeah. Uh, then th- then this would have been more of a thing. But do you remember the the safe that um that that Hengist smashes open? I think. Yeah, I do. Uh, and that's the thing that's got the watch in it. It's in the antiques store. This would have been going yeah. back now to part two. Part so two. Yeah. Remember that, listeners. Um, well, that safe was going to have a um combination lock on it, and it was going to be a puzzle, and you were going to have to crack it. So do you want do you okay. want to try and crack it now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let, let's let's t- take me back. All right. All right. That's a dissolve happening. That's a, a, mem- okay. a memory dissolve. Right. You're in there now. Dissolves. Prudence is there in sepia colors. Um, yes. You're you're there in the attic. Uh, as oh. I as I remember, you've you've sort of cornered Symes, the the bloke who's running it, or maybe he's been kicked to death already. Either way, you've got a um, yeah. you've in the room. There is a, a safe. Finally, the yeah. safe. Here okay. it is. All right. Yeah. I investigate the safe with my eyes, with my uh, eyeballs. Oh, yeah. And okay. I use it to detect magic on it for old time's sake. Oh, a bit of detect magic as well. I okay. Yeah. In the detect magic also. Yeah. Um, okay. With your eyes, you see what looks like an... Or... I should probably roll for it, shouldn't I? Hang on. Oh, no. You're, you're all right. You're all right. But you're well, right. Imagine the... I rolled for it and I rolled imagine really you. Wow. Good. Imagine I rolled 70. amazingly high. Prudence rolled a 70. This dice could do that, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the... Um, the dice landed on twenty and then bounced and yeah yeah did twenty again. Um, yeah, the... the dice landed looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I can see two twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, with looking with your um, regular regulation eyes. Okay. Uh, you see a safe that looks like any other. It's kind of old. It looks like it's you know getting a little bit of rust. Um, but when you overlay your magical vision. Um, you see that this safe is sealed shut with some very, very uh, powerful magic that would take a very, very long time to brute force your way through. Um, an extremely expensive um, magical shield defends the, sha- huh. defends the safe. There is on the front um, a, what looks like a, a combination lock. There are four, uh, you know, number rollers. What do you call them? I think you're like tumblers? A, tumblers, yeah. Uh, well, the tum- are, tumblers might be the inside bit, but yeah, I know what you Maybe. Mean. You know the, what I mean? The, the, the ratchety things that go around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are four four of them. Uh, it is currently set to um, 9999. Uh, just, you know, thinking, wouldn't it be foolish if we tried to crack this and then it turned out it was 9999? You do try to open it and find that it's locked. Okay, so it's is, definitely locked. Someone didn't just like leave it unlocked. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the the, the safest. Right. Well, it doesn't seem dangerous to touch. Uh, the magic is is you know uh, security, but not you know um, not anti personnel. It's anti tampering. Uh, oh, I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what. Um, uh, looking again with your magical eye, uh, you detect that this is actually a, a a spell of of destruction, and that if oh. this if this if this is if the safe is breached, the the contents will be incinerated. Oh, uh, yeah, wow. it's like a squib. It's the squib packet. It's squib packet. Yeah, magic. yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. die pack in a the die pack. Yeah, tellers. It's gonna go off and um, money yeah, bags. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we 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 shouldn't try and force it. Mm. Uh, I try one, two, three, four. Yeah. Um. Good thinking. Um. The safe does not open. 
Okay. Well, it's worth trying, isn't it? I wouldn't yeah. want to be here all day. And then it was one, two, three, four. And okay. I'll tell you what, um, what, an extra tumbler that you hadn't noticed just above the four. Um, it looks Ooh. like it's kind of set in a dial. It has a little number oh. three on it and it just rotates. And now it, oh, it displays no. a number two. Oh, okay. It's like you will be locked permanently out of this safe and it will be destroyed. Yeah. Then Symes has to text a number and get a code, and, and I, it's yeah, a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to reset my password. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. okay, all right. I look for I look for a post-it note. Yeah. I look for wait. I, I you know I I look at the back of the safe. Yep. Yep. I look at the sides of the safe. I look for something scribbled into it, or like a like you know like a handy note left by a forgetful yep. scientist. Very in, good thinking. In some sort of video game laboratory. Uh, that sounds like a good old-fashioned wisdom perception check. I think. Um, yeah, I use my wisdom to perceive all right. if there is a post-it note or whatever they had instead of post-it notes back in in magical times. All right, roll me for that. All right, I rolled. I rolled uh, thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's being very good. perceptive. I had all had all my coffee. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you um you you dexterously fish around the safe and you establish one hundred percent that there is no uh, post-it note. But as you are shifting the safe, um, you you see that behind it actually pasted to the wall is what looks like a very very old uh flyer it's framed although the frame is you know cracked and dusty and um uh, it looks like it's a flyer for the actual shop uh itself very very old one and it says uh open now symes's heirlooms and antiques the premium choice for the discerning collector founded here in the town of ransom on a sunny day in tarsark in the year 51 Okay. All right. That's well, in kind of florid script with lots of scrolls yep. and lots of different fonts. Yeah. yeah. And there's a very okay. young looking uh Symes in a sketch oh, sort of stuff. He's dead now, of course. He's dead now, of course, yeah. yeah. Uh he's he's standing proudly with much better posture uh in front of the <laughs> shop. Um yeah. See it seems that seems that he was once an I- so oh, idealistic. Oh, full of full of dreams. Exactly. In fact, shop. on his arm is his wife. Uh, they look very happy. Uh, oh, I going to say on his arm is his favourite lucky number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You look closer. It appears yeah. to be a four-digit number. And the okay, cat no. as a kitten is there also. Oh, no. <laughs> and on his collar, a number. His... <laughs> yeah. No, there's only there's only one number on the... Well, no, there are a few numbers on the poster. Yeah. And if I know anything about video games, mm-hmm. uh, that will be part of the combination. So you said 51, the year 51. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know what century it is in the realm of geth mm-hmm. so it might just be the year 51 yeah do you know what i mean it might not yeah. be 1851 or 1251 it might just be the year 51 it might just be 51 years yeah we don't since, know how it works since the beginning of time also well or since the beginning 50, of uh the current calendar time. it might yeah. be that there's so much uh war and upheaval in the land of yeah. geth that yeah. You know, it could have been There's like a magical apocalypse every sixty well, or it could have been the year years. like we do one in a few years. It could have been the year like four thousand and thirty-two or something. But when a new king took power, he was like, "We're not using that old calendar anymore. Yeah, this is now. This is AD. The reign of me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So fifty-one. So fifty-one is going to be the end of the uh, of the four-digit code. On a sunny day. Uh, founded here in Ransom on a sunny day in Tarsark in the year 51. What's Tarsark? Is that... The te- the town's not called Tarsark. The realm's not called Tarsark. <laughs> uh, make, me a his- like... make me a history check. This history. Is, yeah, this is, yeah. This is a history fact. All right, I don't have history. So, all right, let's roll and say... I, I got 16. You got I'm 16, okay, yeah. Uh, it's been a little while since you learned the mnemonic that teaches you the months of the year 
in Geth. Okay. Okay. Um, oh. But you but you remember that uh, that Tarsark is a month um, on in That's the not, in the realm I mean, in which you live. I mean, far be it for me to question my DM. But, like, <laughs> That's I, not history. Are you saying? To, I, or, well, well, what would you call it? Stealth? It's just general knowledge. Arcana. I use my trivia roll. I roll for my. <laughs> I, I roll for my trivia. Are you telling me that it would be out of character for the Ox Venturers to not know? what month it is or what what, even what the, the months are called are, or the order or what month we're yeah. in yeah that's true okay fair yeah. enough fair enough so tarsak is a month tarsak is a month yeah in fact you remember it's the um the fourth month there's a, a, a okay, great the there's a great big goes... egg festival okay it, okay mm-hmm. and then there's tarsak which has eggs yeah something something eat something. your eggs eggs yeah <laughs> and more eggs and even more eggs Followed okay by so four vincemus when we break your legs that's the one, yep. the leg breaking festival. Yeah. <laughs> it's a grim one. Yeah. That's why people okay. really enjoy the eggs because they know a month from now. <laughs> the leg breaking is Leg coming. shattering. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so four. Mm-hmm. It's the fourth month yep. in the year 51. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they go American style where it's like month day or if it's if it's the English style day month. There's only one anyway, way to find out. And the stakes are so high. There's only one way to find out. All right, I put five one on the um, the final two places yep. of the combination lock so uh, okay, something something five one yeah corazon is next to you um who you know um you, yeah, you've been you, awfully quiet corazon corazon is sulking because you're kicking that man you, to death hey? corazon is sulking because you you've told him that his thieves tools will be no use here no use here okay. um so he sort of sat forlornly uh looking at his shiny shoe buckles uh but okay. he's got a hand resting on the safe and when you um when you move the the five and the one um yep. it, though you're putting them in the last two positions right yeah mm. yeah uh they he he sort of perks up a little bit uh and tells you that there was a, a an almost imperceptible but satisfying click okay. when they slid into place he's showing off because you know obviously he has the sensitivity of a safe cracker yeah exactly all right fine he, he then <laughs> he starts right. loudly talking about the sensitivity of a safe cracker <laughs> how he thinks it would probably make him an expert at the violin um oh. and any number of other uh difficult yep um dexterous arts things. yeah it becomes Dentistry, quite hard to think yeah. your next yeah. role will be with disadvantage <laughs> it's like he's in the room <laughs> okay um okay so we've got four we've got a five and a one. Oh, okay what if it's just what if it's just about a month and a year in which case yeah. it would be like zero four five one zero is also a number yep yeah uh yeah do you want to try it yeah, I try it because I've got at least two more chances. I think. All right. Yeah. Um, Zero four five one. Go. Make me a uh, make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. Oh okay. All right. I uh, I roll uh, seventeen on my dexterity. Brilliant. Um, you yeah. are not injured up. by Corazon as he springs up uh, like a like a scared cat. Oh. Um, because as you put in o four five one. Yes. You go like that and the nice. safe door springs open like a with a yeah. with a satisfying ping like a microwave door and inside is a watch and it turns yeah. everyone into a baby everyone's baby yep. hooray oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah there yeah. you go yeah. oh amazing oh mm-hmm. that was fun cracked it oh i like it yeah see i know what you mean about everything taking longer in D because if that was in say i don't know prey or dishonored yeah or or what have you yeah i would have been like there's eh, a poster yeah there's a poster on the wall it's got numbers yeah put number yeah but that's what i was thinking of that's i like that you were emulating that that trope yeah sort of of, yeah going very um environmental puzzling there Love it. it's very prey isn't it it's very yeah 
Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 There you go. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well done. Uh, but I like, I, I, it was a sensible edit, I think, because what was that? You know, I think it, especially with other people chiming in, it would have been um, that would have run. Oh, yeah. been Like a 20 minute situation, really. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, fun, Hengist sma- smashing it with a hammer was yeah. well, just as satisfying. you got a hammer. Yeah. When you got a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? Yeah. Exactly. So there you go. Bit of deleted bit of deleted content for you there. Yeah. Unused puzzle. Well, thank you so much, Luke. Thank you for that insight into your first run at, at running an Orcs venture. You're so welcome. That was, that was lovely. Can I express and one final regret? Always. <laughs> can we end with a regret? Can we end with a regret? Now you say one regret and one thing you're proud of. Oh, okay, all right. The mummy, um, the mummy sort Sorry, of stat Brendan block. Fraser. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, okay. <laughs> with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, um, uh, like mummies are really cool in D and D, and they have uh, they have a thing that I that I don't believe ever came into play, but I was really hoping it would when we were fighting them. Right. Uh, and I think it were it was called dreadful glare. If memory serves, if the target can see the mummy, it must yes. succeed on a um, DC eleven wisdom saving throw, or become frightened until the end of the mummy's next turn. Uh, uh, so basically, if you every turn you're fighting a mummy, you yeah. run the risk of being so horrified by its stare that you yes. become paralyzed and can't move. And I don't think dreadful glare ever kicked in. But I desperately wanted it to because um, I would. I just think that would have been really fun for someone to be like frozen in place. Corridor uh, is transfixed combat. with terror. Yeah, there's also um, mummy rot, but if I, which didn't come into combat. But as I remember, I think I spitefully gave someone mummy rot. For, oh yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah just at the. I was like, oh, just for flavor. I was like, oh, no just one got mummy color. rot. Someone gets mummy yeah. rot. Yeah, someone gets mummy rot. <laughs> you all have mummy rot. <laughs> not wasting both of these. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, and then one thing you're proud of. One thing I'm proud of. Um, I mean, obviously, baby prudence. All right. Very well, proud of baby prudence. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of. Oh, um, the thing that I'm pro- the thing that I'm genuinely most proud of from this Ox venture is the, um, mental image of baby prudence holding two fire hoses. When like when Eldritch Blast oh, being Eldritch when she, Blasted, like, yeah, like a... is overpowered by her own Eldritch yeah, Blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. Like there was a big laugh when that happened, and I remember sort of thinking like, "Okay, good. That's like something really memorable has happened. That's mm. banked. So mm. like, you know, yeah. anything now is just sort yeah. of put it on the poster. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, it's like there we go. We got we got the we got the we got the visual. We got it, folks. We've got the takeaway visual, and it's baby prudence being sort of twin fire hosed, um, out of a yeah uncontrollably around the ceiling. Um, yeah. I've got in my Google Doc here. I've got. I was keeping track of. I was keeping track of everyone's HP. I think. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which is that just the combat. No, yeah. that, that doesn't make sense at all. Why on earth was Why I not? doing that? I was doing that because I didn't want to accidentally kill anyone or make anyone unconscious. So I was like, <laughs> I was doing that to kind of moderate myself. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll have this here, and I'll when I hurt them, I'll yeah, yeah. you know note that down so I can see how close everyone is to death. <laughs> you lose 5,000 health points. <laughs> oh, you're dead. Well, mummy's hit, well, mummy, oh, yeah. well, mummy's hit quite you. hard. But, um, yeah. but I, and I did that because I was like, I don't want anyone to, uh, to die on my watch. <laughs> um, that would be bad. Uh, but in <laughs> no, session in no situation. Total party wipe. Yeah. In no, it, I, in no DMing situation before or after have I kept track of anyone else's HP. I just, you know, 
like actually D and D is balanced to be so that yeah. it's actually quite hard to kill the players. So yeah, I'm, and also I'm like very, they should be yeah. keeping track of their HP. Exactly. Like if they're yeah. at that, in that much peril, it's on them to get clear. Exactly. And look after themselves. Exactly. You know? So yeah. if I, again, if I could have my time again, I definitely wouldn't have devoted any of my mental energy to keeping track of someone else's HP for them. You know, you get hit with the Another you regret. get hit with the mummy's rotting get fist. More regret. That's that's that. You know, you got to look after yourself. Not, yeah. not your mum. Not your mum. This is yeah. I'm not your mum. Yeah, <laughs> the theme of this podcast. Mother. I'm not your yeah. mother. <laughs> yeah. I'm not your mother, Westway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet. Mm. All right. Well, that was uh, Watch Out Part Three, which means next week we'll be on to a, a fresh new Oxventure. Yeah. In fact, I think Mike is back. Remember, Mike. So Him. Mike Egbert. Will return. Egbert will return soon because it's a gnome, gnome alone, isn't it? Gnome alone. Am I wrong? Trying to. Oh no! Oh god! No, I'm not remembering the order. I'm trying to remember what happens in Gnome Alone. Oh, okay. There's a bunch of gnomes. There's a lot of gnomes. Well, I mean, I could have guessed that. Uh, we're underground. It's a subterranean oh! uh, episode. Yeah, yep. I got it. Yep. I'm yep. there. I'm there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good times. So that's coming up next week on the Oxventure D and D podcast. Uh, if you'd like to drop us a review on Apple Podcasts, we read them all because... A good one. We're, we're vain. Yeah. Oh, no, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah not just any review. Now give us a good review, please. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. You know, you don't have to pay more for more stars. So <laughs> it's free. May as well. <laughs> you may as well give us a five-star review because yeah, 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 it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. <laughs> but we do read them and we really appreciate them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it is nice. Yeah, it's nice it, to read them as well. Say. Yeah. It super is because mm-hmm. obviously we read a lot of YouTube comments. It's one and, of the very, uh, very few things in life that is both beneficial to us algorithmically and heartwarming. Yeah. 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 Normally, anything involving an algorithm is not heartwarming. Not heartwarming. Yeah. But this so if is... you want to warm our hearts yeah. and feed the algorithm, and who doesn't? Yeah. These days, <laughs> then yeah, maybe drop us an Apple Podcast uh, review, and um, maybe we'll read some of them next week. That'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. cool. In the meantime, uh, anything coming up on Outside Extra that I should be aware of? That you should be aware <laughs> anything, of? Anything I should tee the lawyers up for? You know, any any like scandals or you were, lawsuits coming our way? You were you were you were apprised of the list that's about killer toilets that we published this week. I see. Yes, I think I was. You, you had uh, that was cleared. You had visibility yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. Steve from Clearance said that was fine. I tell you what. Um, there's a video that I'm super excited for. It's uh, show of the weekend this week um it's me and andy stepping in for ellen um and i don't know if i should i won't tell you what we do but what i will tell you is that it was absolutely uh kind of i don't know what we're going to do there are mere moments we'll try this i really thought i might just have to delete all the footage it. yeah it was uh, I, it. I was like this is okay. this isn't this isn't enough to to sustain let's just see what happens you did a jam session like a youtube jam session you know what we did a jam session and i honestly think it's like it's like we jammed out stairway to heaven if stairway to heaven hadn't been written yet and then we looked at each other and we're like you created stairway to heaven the youtube equivalent of that well that's bloody mysterious not knowing what the actual content way overselling it as well but but honestly but yeah it will be available to watch on Outside Extra this Saturday. Yeah, this this Saturday involves me and Andy and a, a Pokemon magazine. And oh. it, yeah, it was. It, I uh, I don't want to oversell it, but I was really really giggling while I was editing it. So yeah, okay, I hope well, you like keep it. Keep your eyes on the skies, the internet mm-hmm. skies, people, because yep. that sounds amazing. That sounds extremely amusing. 
And over on Outside Xbox, meanwhile, there will be... Um, what are we doing? Oh, we had to abort our attempt at finally defeating Mind Maze from Encarta 95. Uh, Mike had some terrible internet issues. Oh, no. Like uncharacteristic internet issues, because he has splendid internet, uh, when we tried to stream it yesterday. Um, and so we're going to reattempt it on Friday, mm -hmm. which is the day that this podcast comes out. And it, we had such a nice time while it lasted, so I'm looking forward to doing that again. The jester I, got into yeah, jester. Mike's internet. The, the curse of the mind maze. The hated mind maze jester. It fully got us. Yeah. It got it got right right at us, um, and it brought the stream down. But not not again. We've we've warded Mike's internet. <laughs> we've put a ring of salt <laughs> ring of around salt. his router, <laughs> and the, the jester's the jester can't touch us anymore. So finally, yeah. we're going to defeat this bloody jester. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, Mind Maze was like a bundled trivia game uh, set in a castle uh, uh, and bundled with um, Microsoft Encarta, which was like Wikipedia before um, yeah. before Wikipedia was a thing. It was a bit more advanced than a dictionary or an encyclopedia, I guess. A little bit, yes. But only a little bit because yeah. it didn't have like everything in it, did it? It didn't have every word no, and, it's somewhat selective. Yeah, so it, it was had like, like <laughs> it had like a handful of video clips. So in a way, it was like YouTube. You yeah, could watch like a yeah. a short video clip of a whale jumping out of the water. Yeah, or like a spaceship yeah. doing something, probably. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's all you needed, really. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, YouTube is excessive. Yeah, too much video. Too much. Yeah, we can all agree there's too much video <laughs> flying around these days. <laughs> Okay, cool. So that was Watch Out Part 3. Thanks for listening and we will return next week for more Oxventure D&D. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Psst. Hey, folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and Outside Xbox and Outside Extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you.